It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Hey everybody, it is NFL London time. That's right, it's time for another podcast, Wade and Ryan. Hello! We're gonna bust down some of the uh, key information, mostly we're gonna go through this free agency... Frenzy! It's been crazy. It's, it's actually frenzy. crazy. Ryan and I made our picks uh, the past week. We talked about... I don't people. think I got any of them really. We right. got I got Le'Veon one. Bell. I got one. No, I think we got Le'Veon Bell, and I got uh, Teddy Bridgewater. You did get Teddy Bridgewater. You said he was signed. Uh, Even though... For a moment, he was signed, and then he went to Miami, and then he was like, no, thank yeah. you. When you don't even want to be the Dolphins... They have no quarterback. quarterback. I mean, they've got their backup. Um, I don't even know. I think it's David Fails. I think it's right now their number one. How the hell do you have a name like that and be a... You can't be a quarterback with the name Fails. But, you, but, I mean, I think that inspires you it's to be like an athlete. Joe Suck. <laughs> right? But, I mean, um, if you're Fails, your dad pretty much like... The fails name yeah. ends here. But anything, if anything pushes you to success, being named fails would be one. Like, you can't fail a test. No, it wouldn't. But there's got to be a point, though, too, where you, in the legacy of your name, that you go, you know what? Uh, let's go to flails. Yeah. Because yeah. it might be easier. Yeah. Yeah, how worse could it get? Let's go to fails. You know, Johnny's success has thrown three picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go to Steve. Let's, let's go to fails. Yeah. Oh god! And if you're gonna name like fails, you, you obviously we don't want to. We could just do a whole podcast. We could do the whole thing on fails. You don't names. want alliteration. Alliteration. You don't want to. Hey, it's Freddie fails or yeah. something like that. You don't want anything that goes with that. Exactly. Um, sorry. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're, what we're gonna do oh, is we're gonna do like a real fast go through of each, well, team. Go through each team. We'll name yeah. a couple players. Yeah. We don't have to go through every single player because some guys are just special teamers. Yeah. We'll just go with the kind of big names. We're gonna go we're through the teams. Test. We're gonna go through each team. We'll start alphabetically. Uh, luckily, because that's how it works. Yeah. Let's look at the Arizona Cardinals. They took Kevin White, big thing I would think yeah, they got yeah. from from that's the Bears. Exciting. But the, the big broken glass. Listen, man. top ten pick. He was a top ten pick. So and he's still young. Like what? He's, he's been like four years in the league. He's still gonna be twenty six. He's been broken more times. I mean, if you add the injuries he's had though, and you look at it for the Bears, the guy. Yeah, he's like six three. But he still could never yeah. get... He's one of those guys that's always going to get a job because he was a top 10 pick. Sure. So that's why... Like, even me, I was kind of like, uh, yeah, Bill should go for him. We uh, don't have anybody. Why not give Kevin White a punt? Like, maybe like, maybe he just had a lot of bad luck. Like, some people just get hurt a lot, and then they come back and maybe have a great year. It's a Bears so, fan. You're sort of wondering, because you go, is this year he's good? It's like... It's like when you when a girl breaks up with you and then you find out she's a nympho. You're like, oh my god, I missed out on the good years. And that's what you're wondering: is it going to be a nympho with the Arizona Cardinals? That's actually worse. But um, uh, the other one, I think, is Charles Suggs. Charles Suggs, very big game. One One year deal. uh, One year deal. Obviously, with a lot of it. Well, he is a 36-year-old linebacker, and I think the thing is, I think he went to he went to school in Arizona, and I think he's he lives around there. So this is more like a listen. I don't think Baltimore's. And it's a real shame because he spent his whole career in Baltimore. Yeah. And to just end, like, it's just really sad sometimes when you love a player and then they go play. Like, Thurman yeah. Thomas yeah. for the Bills played for the Dolphins for yeah. a year. Like, Bruce Smith went to the Redskins. And oh. it's just, it's just, it just feels weird. And that's another weird one. Free for agency me. is just that, though. But if, um, you, if you can get, a, like, a good contract, uh, buy your hometown, I'll play one by a year, another seven, ten million. Like, yeah. why not? Well, I mean, also and he's still good. Jordan Hicks, four years, 36 million. That's a big deal. Um, but also, the interesting thing for me is that Brett Hundley, uh, two million. Brett Hundley uh, famously backing up oh, everybody. Yeah, just bouncing around But then everywhere. when you've got that whole, um, you know, the uh, you've got the whole situation in the in the quarterback situation with Arizona looking like they are going to go. It looks that way with Kyler uh, Murray. And it looks it. like it. So you wonder, and then you just go, 
So you know, I, Brett Hundley is like, so I got signed for two million, but I'm probably gonna get cut. Yeah. Uh, but he at least gets two million. But there's rumors that uh, we can talk about that when the Giants come. But there's rumors that I think the Giants should go for Josh Rosen and try and make a trade with Arizona right yeah. now to have him sit behind Eli for a year and then come in. I think that would be a great trade for the Giants. If yeah. they were smart, they should do that. And you and you think I'll sit behind Eli for a year, do you? Yeah, I think so because <laughs> they year. will not. Yeah. But you know why? Because they will not bench Eli. They won't take Eli out. Well, Remember what happened last? It cost Ben McAdoo his job. Yeah, but Ben McAdoo, but that was a different situation. That was a bit of a... that. I'm no, but you, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to yeah. bench Eli in the middle of the season after the last guy got fired for it. No, but you <laughs> would bench him. I think the way that, that Ben McAdoo did it and the way that his politics of it was crap. But, yeah, Eli should have been benched last year. But it's, it's the same with Joe Flacco being benched for Lamar Jackson. It's the whole thing. If you've got a great quarterback, if you have Kyler Murray backing up, there's going to be... Yeah, but he played Geno Smith. Yeah, well, that's it. Geno Smith. And that was the same thing with Baker Mayfield. Bring him on. Bring him on. People want to see it. No one was cheering for Geno Smith to come back on. Yeah, I know, right? They it's didn't have like anyone. Those so. people who bought tickets are like, oh, I'm going to my first Giants game uh, ever. I love Eli. Yeah. And then Geno yeah. Smith walks. Geno it's like Smith. The, it's like getting the understudy at Les Mis. You know? uh, You'd be like, who the fuck is this? Sean Valjean. All understudies. <laughs> So uh, let's go to the Atlanta Falcons. Which uh, really haven't done much. Haven't done that much. Yeah. They got uh, rid of their running back, one of their running backs. Um, uh, Tevin Coleman left. Tevin Coleman, he's off the ball. Uh, he's off uh, the 49, 49ers. 49ers, 49ers. 49ers. Not much. Let's talk about the Ravens, who've done quite a bit. They've picked up Mark Ingram. Um, they've shuffled out a lot of, but they got Mark Ingram and Earl Thomas. Um, they've also yeah. lost quite a few guys. Yeah, know, they, they Mosley, gave a lot. Uh, yeah, Joe Flacco. Well, Flacco was never going to play yeah. anyway. Uh, they basically lost a bunch of their receivers. Like Michael Crabtree got cut. Um, even like their backup tag. Yeah. Like I don't really know what their offensive plan is. I think it's just to run Lamar Jackson 45 times a yeah, game. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And just not have any weapons. The Earl Thomas one is, is kind of surprising because they left a couple weapons. Like They lost um, that defensive end who went to Green Bay. I can't yeah. remember his name right now. Um, but getting a guy like Earl Thomas is great. Like He's had a couple injuries the last couple yeah. of years, broke his leg. Uh, but 30, it's just $32 million now for a safety. Where safety is like... Considering the way the NFL is passing wise, like safeties aren't game changers. So no. Given safety, thirty-two million is is a lot of money. But Earl Thomas is one of the best in the game, and he is valuable. But it's just everything's kind of going out of unless whack. unless you're doing unless you're being paid a million for pick six, it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But but I mean, you have to look at it when we're looking at the valuation. You look at how and you said safeties are way overvalued. And the pain well, look this, at Landon Collins. He got eighty million. Yeah, almost. It was just like unbelievable. I mean, it's also bear, the Bears. You know, uh, getting rid of uh, Mir to, to went Green to also Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. Also to Green and Bay. it's just like take him, take him. You want to pay that money? Fine. Yeah. We got tons of them. But I will we say, have blood to spare. I will say the Mark Ingram signing. I thought was really good. It'd be nice to see for a team that's gonna rush that much to yeah. have like be able to have Ingram and then Lamar Jackson and Big Gold yeah. Gus that they got. They got a ring. But to be honest with you. Is anyone going to be scared of, of Baltimore's pass attack? Like they got to either draft a receiver in the first round. Yeah. Because right now, Lamar Jackson is going to have eight in the box and just be like, beat Shocking me. it, yeah. Try and beat me. Because why? look what they did against, like, against San Diego. Or, always <laughs> hey. LA. We should have a San Diego yeah, yeah. jar every time I do yeah. it. Um, I guess we will next season. I should just say Chargers. Well, actually, we are the season. Just say the Chargers. I was going to yeah. say Chargers. But they like shut him down to the point where like people were like, bring in Joe Flacco. Yeah. This is getting embarrassing. Then he had that big fourth quarter. But right now, 
I don't see who he's passing. He's lost John Brown. Yeah. He's got Michael Crabtree. The offensive Who's line. The receiver? offensive line is also depleted as well. And you got you got a division that's tough. Obviously, with Cleveland again, you got Cleveland. And everyone's talking about Cleveland, and everyone thinks Cleveland's going to win the championship, and that's beautiful of you. I don't think you know the way the NFL <laughs> yeah. starts and the NFL works. It Let's ends move with on. The Patriots. Let's move on to your team: Buffalo Bills. Yes. Cole Beasley, John Brown, so many Frank Gard, Tyler Croft, uh, Mitch Ty Nishke, Mitch Morse, uh, Great Jordan Phillips, um, and also Andre Roberts. Buffalo Bills with- making moves. You know what? This is really smart. Like what they did is. Um, after like, they went for AB, and I think when a white wide receiver you took Cole Beasley. I'm, surpri- took Cole I'm, su- I'm surprised the Patriots and the best Patriots did go for Cole Beasley. Patriots and Tennessee. He chose Buffalo, and I think this is a great signing because Josh Allen really struggled on like third and short. When you get that, and a guy like Cole Beasley in that slot, Buffalo hasn't had a guy like him who can get open, a smart veteran who's going to make him better. And then getting John Brown, a deep threat for jo- for Josh Allen to just chuck it down the field. I thought there were great signings. Getting Mitch Morse. As a center, which was one of the yeah. worst positions last year, and they got Titan and and Secchi, who's yeah. considered, from what I've been reading on Pro Football he's Focus, great. he's great. That he's one of the best uh, backup tackles in the NFL. So I wouldn't say backup; he is great. No, he's been a backup, but he was yeah. backing up one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, no, Trent he, he's an amazing tackle. When I saw that, I mean, Mitch Morrison is great. Having a good center, it's very it's important, key, especially for a young quarterback <laughs> to have that great because center. Because there was a lot of times your snaps last year. He was not getting good snaps. So I think the AFC is going to be very interesting this Cole year. Cole Beasley, though, to me, is an interesting one. When you talk about a four-year $29 million, obviously a $14.4 million guaranteed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know, but I think it's one of those things because slot receiver now is becoming such a more valuable commodity. Look what yeah. Julian Edelman did for the Patriots in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. It's all about that slot guy, that quick passing attack. But the and Patriots, to have they that- put chips or some sort of computer yeah, but, things into people. To but look at a guy like Adam Humphreys who went to Tennessee. Yeah. He got about $8 million a year. So having that slot receiver, people are seeing the value in it. And and Cole Beasley's like a shifty little small guy who's going gonna, gonna to be perfect for Josh Allen. I think it was a great signing. And, fr- and also Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. That's the one I'm interested in. Frank 36. Gore because he's a beast. He's a big guy who's going to take a lot of a lot of the work. Great backup. You know, a great backup to come in. He just proves it. Every year he comes right. in, he's still good. Apparently, he's a, he's also a great blocker. And I think having a good blocker when you're going to get blitzed yeah. and having being able to put Frank Gore in and know he can pick up the blitz, I think it's going to be really helpful. I really love what the Buffalo Bills did. They didn't splash out. They didn't overpay. No. Uh, but they did a good enough job that I think they're going to be an even harder team this year. And, in, and a team that a lot of people aren't going to think are going to be that good. No, look, it's a broke-ass town, and they didn't have a lot of money. And they got some broke ass players, but the whole thing about Buffalo is they they do put them together. And they people, put, people, they're the junkyard dogs. They put exactly. them together. Exactly. That's why they. That's why uh, everyone's gonna love them when they get in the playoffs. Carolina did nothing really except for Matt Paradis, uh, who's a great center, uh, three year, twenty seven million, and they needed that because Cam Newton was just getting slaughtered. Yeah, he was. And Daryl Williams, offensive tackle, their re-signed. offensive line was one of the worst ones. So, but I think yeah, I think getting Paradis. Paradis is interesting because like from from. Being a Bills fan, I was always reading about like the offensive linemen they were going to get. Everyone was high on parodies. Like yeah. everyone thought, you know, the Jets are going to go after them. But I think when the Jets signed C.J. Mosley and then Le'Veon Bell, I'd say they didn't have the yeah. money to pay him because he actually was considered the guy who was going to be the highest paid center. And Mitch Morris for the Bills actually ended up being the guy who yeah. gets eleven million. He played well. Parodies only gets nine million. So yeah. that was a quite a surprise. And I think it's partly because Mitch Morris is twenty six and. Pat Matt Paradis is 29. 
But I, I think I think it's a good signing, and I think Carolina, especially with Cam Newton with the injured shoulder and how good Christian McCaffrey was, um, they're going to need that offensive line, and they're going to need Cam Newton to have some time to be able to throw it because that shoulder is not what no. it used to be. So I think they're afraid of that, so I think it was really smart to I mean, do that. for me, I've always taken Christian McCaffrey, as you know, in my fantasy the past few years, which is why I've won. Exactly. Uh, but also, you wonder, with a receiver that is putting that much pressure on his body at a young age, there is only, there's a certain, there's a certain tenure. You know, yeah. you, you can only take it so much before the knees, the back, and everything goes. So it all with eventually With Carolina, apart. you know, you sort of look, and, and they've been building the back off McCaffrey, but you wonder how long they can do that for. Well, McCaffrey's, you know, still good. He's still young. He's, still He's great. <clears throat> and that's what I'm saying. Getting an offensive line, that's only going to make his <laughs> job easier. He's going to be even better next year. So, again, Carolina doesn't really have any. They lost Devin Funchess in, yeah. in free agency. But for a lot of money, too. I was too surprised the amount of money yeah, he too went much for. Money. I we'll get you. into that. But, but a one-year deal, yeah. Funchess was, he got Funchess paid. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Let's one of the Chicago Bears, my team. Uh, this guy wanted to sign with the Bears so much. He left the Green Bay Packers. Ha ha, Clanton Dix. The worst name. In yeah. Football. Look, you know what? Uh, ha ha. I don't care if he. I don't care if he's got a worst name. The fact is, he was a really good shutdown no, he safety. Was, he was one of those ones that, like, when you talk to Packers fans, they'll be like, "Yeah, he wasn't that good." Uh-huh. But but like, every time I remember watching, yeah, yeah. he always seems. He's to- good. He's he's a good knockdown. I think also when when the way that we got him, three and a half million dollar deal. Pretty good deal. The one thing I was surprised is the Bears picking up Mike Davis. You know, Cordell Patterson I got because he's a good punt returner. I think Cordell Patterson Cordell, is a good Cordell move Patterson, because... But he's also, he's like a big dude. He's got that ability. You can slot out. And the Pack, or the Patriots use him really well. Yeah, Patriots use him really well by using him on a lot of reverses and a lot yeah. of those, like, uh, in-cut handoffs to him. Yeah. And that worked really well as a compliment. He's big, he's so tall. with a weapon like Tariq yeah. Cohen, that, they could do a lot of mismatches and maybe a lot of screens to Cordell They've Patterson. got to use it with Mike Davis, so I'm just interested in only because... Well, I think it means Jordan Howard's going to be gone. Well, Jordan Howard is going to be gone but i just don't know if mike davis is better than jordan howard no yeah i don't think so i don't, and think I, I don't know if mike davis well it's like with the Bills signing frank gore like yeah. frank gore didn't it just doesn't like you're like i think it's a depth move knowing that jordan howard's gonna leave sure it's I a think. depth move but i i just don't know if it was as good for a two-year six million dollar deal I mean, obviously, as we were talking earlier about Yeah, but in a one, way, in, in the whole thing, like, if you uh, think about it, two years, three, that's like uh, lowest paid player on the team almost nowadays. So. Well, it's like sleeping with your girlfriend's sister, you know? You want to make sure that you've got that cushion for the pushing. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, let's go through some of their... T- resign Tyler Eifert. Good deal for them. Well, yeah. Again, <laughs> he's a, I think he's going to prove it for himself. Yeah. Uh, job. But CJ Uzuma as well. You signed, you signed both your tight ends. Yeah, and you got a way bigger deal too. You got yeah. three years. So maybe that's just a sign. Because Tyler Eifert had that great year a couple years ago. He's just one of he those did. guys... Yeah, it feels like tight ends just take such a beating. Like oh, they drunk. do because you're, they're the guys who you're like the Greg Olson. Yeah. They're the guys who just seem to just break down the faster because they're gonna block. Yeah, they're gonna catch. They get tackled. They're literally. Well, they're tight. They're like Austin. the front line soldiers. Austin Safarian Jenkins, who is a big dude who catches a great tight end. He played really well for Tampa. He's a free agent now. When you look at some of these tight ends, yeah, they do take the big hits. Because a lot of times you're taking passes up the middle, you're going up and just getting hit in the kidneys. Yeah, they signed Preston Brown, who um, who's a tackle machine. You know, he's yeah. one of those guys. Uh, he was on the Bills, and then I, I think I think he went to Washington. He's one of those guys who just he's, he doesn't he doesn't he's not going to change the yeah. game, but he's always going to be in the right place. And he's going to make the tackle. So that was a good signing. But again, Cincinnati's just one of those teams. 
They were getting scored on. Especially so, in the NFC. Like, there's no way in the AFC North they're not finishing last. Right I mean, now. for a team especially that was... Pittsburgh, Baltimore, they were, Yeah, they were so competitive. To me, the big one was B.W. Webb, only because they signed him for a three-year deal, up to $13 million. You could score on Cincinnati. Like It was like... The lose screw on high school. They, yeah, but score. they're still screwed. They're in the worst. They're still screwed because, you know, again. Because of the next team who we are going to talk about. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns. So they picked the up a Super Bowl guy. darling Cleveland oh, God. Browns. Everyone's okay. on them right now. But you know what, man? We all know the history of Cleveland. Did oh, you no. see that? Wait, right before we start, did you see that? Uh, there's a great video on YouTube about a woman who called the police on some yes, guy running I down the, the street. We put that on. We put that on. Street. Some guy. She's like, he's going crazy. But if you watch the video, we didn't actually put it. And it was because, if you don't know, hey. it was because um, Odell just Odell got Beckham. Odell Beckham. So this guy was doing the shirt off, and she thought this The one thing I would, I would recommend when you watch that video, the dude is stoned as fuck. Like, if you look at his eyes, he's just like, yeah, and you just see, I'm going to be on TV. Yeah. Pass me a um, but, but a fantastic trade. Fantastic. Look, so, but the thing is, they've got Beckham and Oliver Vernon. Uh, they traded it. Um, now you've got... That's Sheldon Richardson, to, which is great. But I, honestly... Kareem Hunt, eight games. So. Kareem Hunt, yeah. you got Kareem Hunt for eight games. But Kareem Hunt's the... The, the bitter taste in your mouth of this Cleveland offseason. You know what I mean? Like, everything would look so good. Uh, and then you feel so good. You're like, oh, yeah, they also, yeah. Well, I mean, they well, also signed Cleveland. I, I want to talk about that a bit Even later. Even the good guys are shit. I want to talk about it a bit later, a, a bit. We'll get into that a bit. Because one of the things, the, one of the problem I have with the cream hunt, yes. But kicking a woman is far less or far than marijuana. Than marijuana. Yeah, I know. You get kicked out of the league for smoking. Well, pot. that's gonna change because I think. In, but in, if you smoke weed and hoofed a woman in the face, like seriously, yeah. what's the lesser evil? Six games. You get six yeah, games. It's horrible. No, it's, horrible. it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we'll definitely talk about that, but I think you're gonna see a change in the next. But particularly when the NBA collective has, bargaining le- has legal marijuana and they can be stoned in the NBA, it's a different. But thing. right now, Cleveland is gonna be awesome. Cleveland's big. Cleveland honestly is looking right now. What they've done. This is such a brilliant move because for for a few many reasons. Number one, they are going to be a primetime TV darling, right? Just like, like the 49ers which, were last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had that, yeah, that is the only thing you need to worry about is if everyone goes down. And well, that's stuck it. With, you, you can't but build the hype. To give a guy like Baker Mayfield, the only problem is, I guess a lot of people talk about, is um, the amount of massive egos you're getting into this room. you got Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, yeah. and, and then have to have a rookie head coach yeah. to, to be in charge of these egos. like that. Well, if LeBron James <coughs> has taught us anything, is it an ego can survive in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait, he left. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my but, God, really? Um, look, I think a lot of people are biting into this uh, Cleveland... It's, Listen, I think they're definitely the favorites happy, for the AFC North. I definitely do not think that. <laughs> Why? Who would you say? Would you I, say I still think Patriots. Patriots are still No, no, no. I mean the AFC North. AFC I mean North? Obviously not the AFC. I think they're a front runner with um, Kansas City. You know what? I, I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to give up on the... Steelers? The, I, I just think, you know what? Mike, Tom, course, Mike Tomlin is a smart dude, man. And he, is, he knows. And you know what? He's such an... He... Because of them losing... And he had to deal. Like, we've all seen uh-huh. his personality. Yeah. Losing Le'Veon Bell, losing AB, he bit his tongue a bit. Yeah. And I guarantee Mike Tomlin is firing. He's the only coach who's scared. The one me. thing I will say is I, I do think when it's training camp starts, that's going to be a much happier place for oh, everyone yeah. Yeah. there. Every coach no. is going to be happier. But 
the real question is, what are the results going to be on the field? Sure. So, but right now, I think everyone's going to be. The only problem is Big Ben is no. Uh, he's, he's considered still, one of the worst people ever to deal with. Well, like, he'll be called rapist less in the <coughs> locker room. So yeah, so that's people liking it. But yeah. I think this is just a it's a golden opportunity for Mike Tomlin to get back control of his team because. In the in the in the news and the, the yeah. story is that he's pretty much lost the, over the last couple of years. Let let guys like Antonio Brown dictate what happened, and maybe even lost a lot of respect. Of but you still had room. like the whole thing about the Steelers, and you know they were up and down. But beating the, you know that that whole Patriots game they had last season as well, uh, with beating him, and that was Ben beating them. And you know what, he can be a bloated turd. That overthrows, underthrows. Listen, yeah, big guy, like, he messes up, but he's two times Super Bowl. Two but times he's, Super Bowl but, but you know what? I'm not going to count them down because I think now he knows it's one of his final years and he is a competitor. Yep. He still has a zip on him. Tomlin and the Steelers organization think, yeah, are not going to give and up. And I on think this. the Le'Veon Bell thing really took a toll on the team last yeah. year every week. And then he had AB at the end of the year. So I think. I think Pittsburgh, again, Connor was great last year. He was year, great. So. James Connor played great. And Jesse James <coughs> now has gone to Detroit. Jesse, Jesse James is gone. So, anyway. Yeah, we'll move on, on to the next one. Dallas Cowboys. Tavon again, Austin didn't re-signed. Do, didn't do much. Didn't do much. Jason Witten. Come on. Five million. Five million. Dude, the he, guy the he was like considered fireable from a TV job and he decided to quadruple his salary. Well, they do, apparently like, they just hired Ian Rappaport as their kicker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly, right? It's like, they're, oh my God. And you're like, he was okay-ish, but, but in, terms of the, in terms of the way tight ends have changed, Dallas is just, in the past two years, the way tight ends have come up, Witten is now, like, I get Kenny it. Jones is like that guy, the that um, like classic story of like the... Uh, the husband who's like wife runs off on him and then she comes back when it's raining and knocks on the door. He's like, all right, yeah. come back in. Yeah. It's just like he would, if Romo said, if Romo said he wanted to come back tomorrow, yeah. Jerry Jones would sign him and start him over that. But Dad. you know, Romo, Romo would actually have a chance. I don't know about Witten though. I mean, Witten's not going to do anything. This is a stupid signing. This is a classic Dallas. Dallas has done nothing to uh, improve their chances of doing anything. Yeah. And you know, they got Amari Cooper, which is good. They got Zeke, which is yeah. great. But if right he, now, I don't see them doing if he anything. Comes back different. and does a Zach Miller, yeah. then it's going to be friggin' horrible. I don't see them doing any better no. than they did last year. Let's move on. Then Denver Broncos moving through the D's. Uh, the Joe Flacco, which you know uh, John Elway believes in. Um, Kareem Jackson, it was a good thing, but I think the Flacco thing is going to be interesting. Exchange for maybe you know what? Maybe this would be good for Flacco. I think it could be. I actually really do believe. Like you know what? Maybe like dude gets so shit on. Yeah. I've done it. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl. Flacco. It just feels like a name of someone you'd mock. Yeah. It just has that oh, Flacco. Uh, Flacco. It has a fuck connotation. But Flacco's to it. won a Super Bowl. So, but he's won a Super Bowl, yeah. right? And maybe this change of pace. I think the problem is he doesn't have that many weapons. Emmanuel Sanders. Um, really just got, um, you know, he's had a bad injury, so he's coming back. Got rid of Demarius Thomas. They don't really have any weapons. Even Lindsey got hurt. So he's not in the greatest situation, but... And especially, like, John yeah. Elway needs to hit on this quarterback thing because no. right now he is striking out at a, an alarming rate at quarterback. Well, it's, like, it's also in that division. Chad Kelly, Case yeah. Keenum. Now it's going to be Joe Flacco, Paxton Lynch. He's already on his fourth quarterback that he, since he's been on. the. And it's just like, It's dude, like people on... Bro, like, you got Brock who tried to get Brock Oswald. Like, it's just it's like people were with him. But um, I think with that competitive AFC West division, when you have those other teams, I think... The whole thing is it's just going 500. It's really just having a ground and pound 500 
where you win all your divisional matchups. Yeah. Um, that's all they can really do. I don't know, yeah. They don't, I, I they don't have the star power to compete think, against Kansas City. Oakland is going to throw But the way down. Kansas City's going with news about Tyreek Hill well, uh, going on. that they The might Patriots be, are really taking their team down with well, The news. Patriots aren't doing anything. We'll get no, to that. They're releasing all the news, apparently. The top, that's, apparently, if you go on the stuff. Let's yeah. go to Detroit Lions. Very impressive. Matt oh. Patricia. Oh, oh, hey. What's we lost going on? it. Matt Patricia here. Um... Has done quite a few things. Um, he did one about which he did a couple. He did Danny, Danny, Amendola. Danny Amendola, Trey Flowers, Jesse James. They've got as well. Um, yeah, but, Trey Flowers to me was the big one. Trey like, Flowers he, the big one. Yeah, yeah, he's a good one. Like he didn't get a lot of sacks, but like he had so many hurries. Mm-hmm. Um, really good player. Uh, Jesse James was a good one, especially losing Eric Ebron, and then Eric Ebron yeah. goes and lights it up in Indianapolis exactly. when he hurt them. Danny Amendola, I don't understand at all. I don't understand why everyone wants. Um, this dude, like, like he's he's the only good. He's one of those guys that Tom Brady made you, yeah. right? And without Tom yeah. Brady, you're nothing. You know, it's like a guy who was like the third singer in a boy yeah. band who exactly. decides to do a solo album. It's like, dude, yeah, you were like, like, like we're, in, we're in Destiny's Child. It's yeah. like, calm down, you're it not is. Beyonce, you're the backup. It is, and so, it is a backup. But then you've also got two Jordy Nelson. Who I'm surprised. I, you know what? I'm gonna call. I think the Patriots are gonna look at Jordy Nelson, the little white boy receiver who's fast. But you're right, Danny Amendola, who sucked it in Miami. I mean, look, Matt Stafford. I've always said Matt Stafford has a great arm. Uh, Matt Stafford has, to me, he's one of the premier. Yeah, Matt Stafford. He's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league right now. He's just been stuck in a team. He's had nothing. He's had nothing, and he's in Detroit. So you know. Yeah, inter- he needs it. He's lost Golden Tate, so now he's got yeah. he's got uh, Galladay, who had a really good year. Um, but he's got a bit better of a running game. But again, Detroit's one of those ones. They need to get better on defense. Uh, they're going to lose Zigansa. He's moving out. So getting Trey yeah. Flowers is big. But again, I don't see any of these moves moving Detroit, especially in the NFC North against Chicago and, and well, no, Green Bay. I mean, they're yeah. still the fourth and Minnesota. No. They're still the fourth. They team. are the fourth team, but I think they could be the third team because I think Minnesota will probably drop to the fourth team. Yeah. That's personally, I think Chicago will continue to be the first team. Did I mention we were the first team last year? Speaking of the second team, Green Bay Packers, who did a great job. In in uh, in the offseason, this is gonna be interesting. They didn't spend a lot of money. They didn't spend a lot, which is one thing I wish is they w- I wish they would have got a better another receiver to complement um, Devonte Adams. I think that would have yeah. been really helpful. But what they did was they got some pass rushers. They got Zaria Smith um, yeah. from from the Ravens who had a really good year, and then Preston Smith. So I think, and then Adrian Almos from the Chicago Bears. Adrian, got, yeah, no, we, we cut him. I mean, he was gonna be cut anyway. <laughs> well, he was a guy. He just left. But again, yeah. like. Being part of that defense and yeah. that mentality of that defense should come into play. Like, he's going to bring a bit of that attitude. They still, he's need, a game. They still need a running game. They don't have enough wide I receivers. wish they would have tried to go after, like, Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon Bell with Aaron Rodgers would I, You know awesome. what? If it weren't for, I think Mark Ingram would have been a good fit for the Packers. Yeah, well. I think so, too. I think and, that would have been a But you one. also still have TJ Yeldon, which I think, and... and um, because I think I think yeah. they like Jamal Adams and they love Aaron Jones and I think Jones is good but he's see, still never been shown to be that consistent. So you got T.J. Yeldon and Isaiah Crowell who are still two going to be free agent running backs and I think they're going to have to look at one of those guys whether it's Yeldon or, or Crowell. I mean obviously I think the Packers are going to lose because obviously they're playing the Bears and the Bears are the best. <laughs> Houston Texans, uh, Jadavian Clowney re-signed. 
Um, but not a lot of movement here. Now, again, another disappointing team. Like, I wish they did more. I think especially Bill O'Brien should be really worried about his job now because he's going into another year and has done nothing to really improve. They uh, keep failing Especially with the their offensive line. Yeah. They've signed nobody. And, and the amount of times he got hit, I, so they have to go huh. offensive line first, second round, get some more protection, maybe even get a running back in the third round. I think... Keeping Clowney, I think they know they got Clowney for one more year, and I think then they either cut him or they cut J.J. Watt. They're not going to keep both. No, I mean, so, I don't know if he was that decisive, but the whole thing is the Houston Texans but keep they, almost, they're my most disappointing team they of the offseason. They keep making it into the playoffs despite themselves. It's like a white kid whose parents help him out so to buy get him, him into everything. college. Exactly. <laughs> they have a sick cost to get in yeah. here. And that's what it feels like with the Houston Texans because when Deshaun Washington, he played some exciting football, they had a great Comeback season this year where they had, they had a lot of games yeah, running in a row. Ten straight wins. And but then and they then couldn't they, actually pull it together. And then and they you, did nothing to really so, improve the yeah. most important positions, which I thought were offensive yeah. line and running back. And they did neither. They should have gone for Tevin Coleman. Yeah. They should have gone for Le'Veon Bell. They, and they did nothing. And I don't understand why. So it's like you bribed the college officials to get your kid in. You Into, get them all the way. And you're like, physician. why can't you get the degree? Yeah. What is wrong with you? For a liberal arts degree. Exactly. Pull me a beer out of the fridge, Ryan. Let's oh, keep this going. All right, here's a team to me that had the most space. The most cap money and did nothing. And I'm really curious because it's a chess move. The Indianapolis Colts. Um, Devin Funches, who's not that... Thirteen million to me is way too much. It's just but what the, it's the Funches has gone out of Funches. Unfortunately, land. you know what it was. I think it was like Sammy Watkins' deal last year. Sammy Watkins signed this ridiculous deal for a guy who had constantly been injured, but the the potential of Sammy Watkins got him sixteen million a year. So now. A guy who can't even get, like, a 1,000 yards is now getting 13 a year. Yeah. So I think, to me, this is just a terrible signing. I think they should have gone for someone like um, uh, Terrell Williams, uh, who well, went to the yeah. Raiders. I think that would have been a better sign. I think Funches was a guy that a lot of people saw a lot of potential. But I think the good thing is he's going to a place with an unbelievable quarterback who's going to sure. get him the ball. So if, if Funches can make it work in Indianapolis, yeah. no, he's done. I think this is it. So a one-year deal is good. I think it's kind of smart for him yeah. saying, listen, Cam wasn't working for me. I'll go play with Andrew Luck. I'll yeah. show you how good I am. Next year I'll get my big deal. So it could be a really smart move hey, by Funches. You know Funches. what? It could be that the whole thing is he's not a he's not a wide receiver one. He's not your one guy. No, he but they have, they have T.Y. Hilton. So yeah. that's why I'm saying so, it's I mean, a good even signing. Hilton's getting old, but at the same time, you, I, he, to me, he is like T.Y. Hilton liked. He is just uh, a fatter, older version. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, hey, they got Nick Foles, um, but what else do they have? The Golden they, Boy. They're trying to work on their offensive, you know, they're trying to work on their offensive lineup, and obviously their offensive team. The defense, you know, there's not a lot of work you need to do there except for motivate them. You have to give them a reason to you play. Gotta, listen, they got that, that defense, I think, that had a bit of an off year last year. So what they did is they couldn't waste it anymore because that if you waste this defense, then it's a rebuild. So getting a guy like Nick Foles, who I think has learned a lot from being a Super Bowl champion, he was good last year. And if it wasn't going through Alshon Jeffrey's hands, he might have won that game. So he might have made it to the Super Bowl again. And yeah. we could have saw a rematch. He might, who knows what could happen? It was just an Chicago unlucky Chicago fans, play. we all love Philadelphia. But Nick Foles is, you know, I think it was a good sign. I think $88 million, I think it's just what they had to do. That's what the market dictated. And there wasn't really anyone else that 
I would have paid for that would have done a better job. So I think getting her to break Bortles, again, I still don't think they're going to be that great. I don't think they, they have enough receiver help. No. And, and I think Leonard Fournette last year had a terrible step back here. So I think it's a big year for him. So, again, Jacksonville, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll watch, but I'm not convinced. And yes. Especially if Jalen Ramsey goes on a trash-talking tour again, which I pray he doesn't do. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's be, kind of what killed his defense. He needs to be uh, sponsored by Shut the Fuck Up. But, I mean, the whole sure. the problem problem with, even with the, if we talk about Leonard Fournette, it was the offensive blocking. Their offensive line was absolutely horrible. I mean, they were almost as bad as Atlanta and Carolina. Um, they couldn't get anything going, and, and, and Bortles a trash bag. Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. Um... Look, there's going to be some stuff coming up with Tyreek Hill. I, I don't know. We don't know. We'll we find out. We'll just wait. There's a but lot of buzzwords going on. I don't, I don't like any of the buzzwords. There's a potential that he could be gone um, for for domestic abuse. And, uh, well, uh, even worse. Yeah, I don't child know. It's anyway, child, it's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway. It doesn't matter. It's all. But so, yeah. But We're Carlos, going to, to but Carlos to Hyde. The, yeah, Carlos Hyde well, was a decent signing. I think you're going to see Kansas City draft a running back early, and yeah. maybe in the second round would be smart. Again, the problem is Kansas City's lost D Ford. They yeah. cut Justin Houston, Dude. so their defensive line and, is and Eric Berry's gone. Eric Berry's gone, yeah. but they replace him with uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Yeah. But but unfortunately, they, to lose. Um, Houston and D Ford, that's a massive hit that's to your defense. Thing. Especially when your defense was trash last well, year. I'm wondering if that's why they did it. I'm so, wondering if they're getting rid of the defense because everyone made fun of the defense. They figured exactly fucking start again. Okay. Yeah. But D Ford is a good player, but I think it's just I think what would what it was partly was they were worried that they're gonna have to pay Tyreek Hill. Then yeah. they're gonna have to pay um Patrick Mahomes. So it's like we're not gonna be able to pay D yeah. Ford. But now Tyreek Hill's in trouble. Now it's just like, yeah. oh shit, we probably shouldn't have signed traded away D Ford, because D Ford is great. He was yeah. really good. So they're one of those teams. I don't know. I think they've had a step back and I think I think uh, the yeah. Chargers have a chance to pass them in the division this year, even though they do, even no. though how good Mahomes was, because they also lost their center mm. in Mitch Morse. So it's Kansas City has done nothing to make their team the better scandal, this year, yeah. especially when you were so close to being I a know. championship team. To do nothing is quite surprising. It's, it's crazy when scandal takes you down that much, um, and you just hope that you'd think every year teams would learn from it and players would learn from it, and still it keeps coming back. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. Let's talk about the them. Chargers. They um, Tyrod Taylor. They've signed a two-year, eleven million dollar contract. Or Tyrod. You know, Tyrod. As a Bills fan, he had such promise. Well, and Cleveland. Then, Cleveland. But you know what? I, to be fair, Tyrod's made his money. He made a yeah. lot of money over the last couple of years. Huh. He's done a good job. This is actually a good place. Anthony Lynn was the yeah. uh, the coach, one of the coaches when Tyrod was there. So I think it makes a lot of sense. But again, this is another team that was close to taking that next step, yeah. and and they did really nothing to really make the, make their team that much better I don't think like I think I think that because it seems like everything's there for it, them no but I mean like, in, in a certain when you see state, the Patriots game you can I actually they see in the Patriots game the defense and the offensive line they could have used a defensive tackle so yeah. I think if they would have went after someone like Trey Flowers that would have been yeah. really good um, and they especially being in Los yeah, Angeles and being in Los yeah. Angeles should be able to help you recruit players to play for so again another team I'm just very surprised did nothing um, which is very upsetting now we're talking uh, uh, <coughs> again. Another, team another. playing the Super Bowl, Rams. Um, look, when they played in the final, two different LA teams. When they the, when because you had the Chargers played the Patriots and the Rams played the Patriots. The Chargers, I thought, would be more effective. They were not, and I thought the Rams would be more effective. They were not. 
The problem being with the Rams is that, man, they couldn't get anything. They couldn't get any pressure. They, they got Belichicked. They got Belichicked. They but they should still be able to do something. I mean, and it was a very disappointing. And I think that as much as we tout the young coaches, that he, he got schooled. He got you know, schooled. He got, he got schooled. taken to school. And exactly it, was, it was basically taking a naughty child and slapping him on the ass. He should have just, instead of the handshake at center so, field, it should have been well, Belichick putting him over, over his, his knee, knee and just spanking him. Oh, my him. God. you imagine? <laughs> we all would have That's what it should have been. So now it comes down to, because you worry... I don't, I don't worry. I don't think the Rams will have the same No, I think the Rams result. will be fine. I think they'll, they'll be, be fine, fine, but they will not have the same result they did last I year. They will not have the same easy blowouts. They're not going to put No, put because the thing points. is, everyone's getting better. Everyone's getting yeah. smarter now. So the league's becoming way more competitive. Like huh. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was looking at the AFC. I'm like sitting there looking at who are the six teams. And when you get to like, yeah, yeah. one, two, three, four, and you're like, there's like six good teams fighting for two spots. It's just insane, the competition for it. Yeah. It almost makes you wish you would go to eight playoff teams because... Because, which maybe in a couple well, years they do. Be. We'll because it's starting to feel like that if everyone's getting so competitive, it's, everyone's going to start being nine and seven. Yeah. You're going to have like four nine and seven teams yeah. not make the play anyway. But I think uh, the Rams did a good job. I think Fowler had a really good playoffs with them, and I think yeah. for one year deal, fourteen million for a linebacker is really expensive, yeah. but. They're just why I think because they're letting Sua go, wow. I think they have that space. And Weddle, yeah. Weddle is a nice veteran. I think being a young team with a young coach, having a young, an old veteran safety is actually a really helpful yeah. thing because he's like the quarterback from the back. He's he's seen you it all. He was great yeah. on Baltimore, so I think that was a really nice signing. But we'll see. We'll Another veteran, yeah. It's interesting thing though. I did put up, and you mentioned that with the the ties. But there's a thing in the NFL that every team, say everyone team went seven and seven. The playoffs will be decided with the coin toss. Yeah, it's going to hit yeah. that way because everyone's getting be smarter. And coin toss, every yeah. team's looking for that franchise quarterback yeah. and building it. Like yeah. People are now clicking and now it's getting more competitive. It's getting, this is what all sports should be. Yeah. This is why it's, it's the good. number one sport. Well, that's why it's getting so competitive. Uh, Miami we, Dolphins. Which we can just basically Miami Dolphins get to be honest with you. Yeah. This is a team that Not has them. given up already. Um, well, no we'll quarterback. No quarterback. They, they literally no quarterback. have no quarterback. They have uh, they've Running let pretty game. much all their weapons go. Uh, they re-signed Devontae Parker. That's about it. Um, yeah, they're going for so the number are, one pick. So would you say, and I, I'm, I'm sort of looking at this year, the Miami Dolphins are the Cleveland Browns of 2019. It looks like it. When you look at your schedule, go, we're playing Miami. But the whole thing is... Who are they going to beat? But they beat everyone at home. They beat the Bears. They beat the They'll Patriots. They beat the Patriots at home. They That's beat people at home because... The, either they piss in the water or they do something. I don't know. New coach, no quarterback. This is a disaster. No, uh, I can't. I don't know. I think they're going to be. A Let's go to the teams. Patriots. Apparently, they won the Super Bowl last year. I haven't watched the game. Yeah. Um, Philip Dorsett resigned. Bruce Ellington. They got in. Yeah. Michael uh, Bennett was a good trade. Michael Bennett replace, was a very big trade to replace Trey Flowers from Michael. Uh, Michael Bennett. Um, yeah, he, he's had a great couple of last seasons, but he's one of those guys who's very hateable, so it makes uh, sense he goes to New England. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, they've got some and guys. And his brother, he's trying to get his brother back. Yeah. one of those guys. It's almost like this is a cocky move, where they're like, yeah, we'll just let our yeah. players go, and we'll still All kick right. your ass because we're the fucking yeah. Patriots. So I'm hoping this is actually something that's going to hurt them, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it as well. So Patriots just one of those teams you could just skip every year and be like, uh, yeah, they'll be there. It's a, it, it's, and when we all break it down, the NFL really is a chess match. And when you actually have a grandmaster, yeah. it's a horrible... When you got four queens on the hey, board is what they hey. have, pretty much. New Orleans Saints. Resigned Teddy Bridgewater. 
which I said that he would go back to, which he did. Yeah, there we and go. And good for him. Good for them. Uh, work on a Drew Brees again. Another team that is so close to the Super Bowl and did nothing. Yeah, but they got Latavius Murray, which I'm wondering as a running back when you lose Mark Ingram. That's Latavius not, Murray a is a half a knee. To what Mark Ingram is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think they should have kept Ingram. I thought Ingram yeah, and Kamara were a really good yeah. team. I thought that was really ridiculous, especially considering they signed uh. almost the exact same contract. So uh. I think it was just kind of crazy for Mark Ingram to want to leave, especially because he's going into maybe the same situation, even worse, because uh. Lamar Jackson's going to run. But again, New, I, New Orleans doesn't have a first-round pick. And they did nothing to really make themselves that, that much better. So, again, another disappointing team that was close to being Super Bowl. You've got to go for that like that yeah. killer instinct, that death blow. Well, they're going to have to find yeah. it this year. Uh, speaking of death blow, some yes. of the New York Giants, <laughs> exactly. which are, 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 are basically uh, uh, super gonorrhea of the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Um, real Preppers, Golden Tate. I mean, Golden Tate is a weird sign because it's like, yeah... Golden Tate's like, okay, well, I guess Golden uh, Tate doesn't want to win a Super Bowl ever. Yeah. Because he's 32-year-old running receiver. Yeah. You think when you're at the end of your career, but then again, maybe he wants to like, be underthrown every listen, week. Listen, but I'm not going to say, hey, don't go for the money because definitely, if you have a better team, if you like, hey, listen, I, you're not going to retire at 34. Yeah. I got like 50 years left in my life. Take the money. Yeah. But I think that, I think he should have gone for someone for the Super Bowl. I think he would have been good on the Patriots. I don't know what. Maybe they talked. But I think Tom Brady and Golden Tate yeah. would have been a massive, uh, huge, because they have no receiver. Well, Jerry Jones anymore. actually went out and uh, did a big thank you <laughs> to the New York Giants for yeah. getting rid of Odell Beckham. Because <laughs> um, it makes so, their job a lot easier. The Giants, you know, when we talk about some of, they actually had a few good games. Um, but it would be interesting. I don't know how many they'll have this year. The New York Jets, however, uh, they picked up this unknown kid named Levy yeah, Bell. Leviathan. Uh, yeah, who took a lot less money than the Pittsburgh Steelers are offering him. Four years, $52.5 million. But not only Josh Bellamy, uh, Jameson Crowder, C.J. Mosley. Yeah, uh, Mosley was a crazy one because Mosley got... 85 million, 51 million yeah. guaranteed. And the funny thing is, like, middle linebacker is one of those positions yeah. that back in the day was massive. Like, Ray Lewis, yeah. Brian Urlacher, like, exactly. those types of guys were just fucking yeah. killers. And now, like, over the years, because it's become such a passing league, those hard nosed middle linebackers aren't as valuable anymore. So they've really. Well, it's decreased. also harder to get through because the guys are bigger as well. Yeah, you, so don't, you don't have the separation. So of the to see a guy like that get 51 million yeah. guaranteed was a massive contract. So to me, as a Bills fan i'm kind of glad i'm like yeah spend that money jets because he's good yeah he's a great player but again but Le'Veon bell's awesome signing really helps sam darnold and i think crowder's a good signing because again just like cole beasley to have that slot receiver again jameson crowd's been injured a bit so we'll see how good he is but i think the jets did a really good job and then to be fair let's finally make it difficult for the patriots to win that afc for once in tom brady's career well they got chandler canarazzo from arizona but i find that the jets are the cleveland browns of the afc as much as the cleveland browns of the new york jets of the afc (laughs) and that they're both a shit team i don't know like as much as I want them to do well, the Jets' history in doing and finishing, it's like we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs being able to complete and finish a playoff. I don't even know. Like, even if the Jets, if you gave them everything, it's been very hard yeah. for them to do anything. Well, it's all going to be about Sam Darnold. So, Le'Veon Bell is going to help But dude, you've got a second-year quarterback, and that's what I worry about. The whole thing is the Jets' organization believes in Sam Darnold so much. And as much as I saw brilliance, 
I saw butt kiss. Yeah. You know, and so. Well, we're going to see. Again, I think Gang of Bellhubs, I think they needed to get a center. And I think because they spent so much on Mosley and uh, Le'Veon Bell, they couldn't get a guy like Matt Paradis, who I yeah. think would really. Because they really suffered at center last year. So, again, we'll, well see. I, all I'm saying is anything that makes the Patriots reign to the top difficult, I, I'm in for. I hope it does. But what I'm saying is when you have a guy of Le'Veon Bell experience and the shit goes down, and he takes it out on we'll Sam see. Darnold. You know, this is a veteran, your 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 older guy ripping you down. Speaking of guys who will rip people hey, down, Antonio Brown. Antonio um, Brown. Hey, Golden Sunshine. We all knew who down with the West Coast. Mr. Big Chest. It's Mr. Big Chest. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I love that when they did the initial uh, signing contract with Jordy Nelson in the background. It's like I'm being cut, right? I'm being cut over here. There's one in the fridge. Yeah, uh, I'm being cut. So <clears throat> uh, he was cut. And, um, but Antonio Brown, Tyrell Such, Williams, um, look, but you still Trent have, Brown, which Trent is Brown, a crazy one. Jamarcus Joyner. Um, so this is a team though. This is a team where Derek Carr now, the pressure is like before it was like, we got no pressure, man. We're going to, we're moving to Vegas. Now it's like. We need to sell tickets in Well, Vegas. yeah, I think that's kind of partly what it was. Like, And honestly, it's not even that. You need to sell tickets in Oakland this year, yeah. right? Because knowing your team is moving, like, if, if there was a London team that was moving to Birmingham yeah. and they were just like, yeah, come watch it, but next year we're leaving. Yeah, we're gone, yeah. That, that yeah. stadium would be empty. Wow. Nobody would go. So I think Antonio Brown is a, is a thing, but... Uh, it's a summer fling, though, in a way. To get people yeah. in the seats. So I don't really understand what the Raiders' plan is. Um, again, I I don't. I think they could even get rid of Derek Carr in the next week. or like, Who knows? Yeah, you don't know. What the Raiders is going on. Like They might want to go up and get Kyler Murray. Yeah. I think getting Tyra Williams. Trent Brown was like a guy who got traded halfway through yeah. the years. A seventh-round pick gets th- being the highest-paid tackle in NFL. It's just it's an, I don't it's understand. Like, what it's doing. like a it's like a woman who sleeps the, with a knife in her cooch. You don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen and don't you're not sure it. of it. But they got Tyrell Williams. The whole fact is you look at all these wide receivers they've got, and 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 what's gonna happen with this is gonna be insane. But, but again, the they don't thing. have a good running back, really, no. still right now. I think oh, they're just one of those. There's no, like, there's no lot of there's pieces. no identity. There's, there's no pass no rush. Whole pieces there that's gonna happen. And there's a bunch of flashy. They might shining. get it together. They might get it together, but they could get their. But uh, in a division with with wow. uh, well, I almost said San Diego with LA and Kansas City uh, and Denver, I think wow. they, they haven't done anything that like Antonio Brown. We'll see if he's a problem. Yeah. basically. Moving on to the Eagles, the Eagles uh, picked up Deshaun Jackson. Uh, from the Bucks, um, Malik, bringing him home, Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson is a good signing. He's very good. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. He's getting a little older. Getting older, but I think bringing him home is good. He was at his best when he was with the Eagles. Um, it gives Carson Wentz a deep threat. But and I and I think against with Alshon Jeffrey and Aguilar, they have a good offense. I think they need a running back still. Uh, but Malik Jackson and Fletcher Cox together is going to be deadly. Uh, they're going to play really well. Brandon Graham had a good year, uh, so he's a really good linebacker, or sorry, defensive end. Yeah. And Darby, you know. Ron Darby. So, again, I think the Philly's done a good thing. I think now Carson Wentz has Nick Foles off yeah. of his shoulder. I think that's going to be good for him. And I hope Carson Wentz is, is good again because that year he had that MVP season. When yeah. he, played, it was, he was playing awesome. He was. And when there's a great quarterback, in the NFL, the NFL is better. Yeah. So you always, I want, I hope he's able to recover and and get back to his old self. And having a deep threat like Deshaun Jackson, who's yeah. probably going to get injured because he's kind of injury prone. But 
I think they did some really good moves, Philly. I don't see it. I see Philadelphia being a 500 team again really? for the next yeah. five years. Pittsburgh Steelers another 500 team. Dante Moncrief, uh, Eli Rogers. Um, again, Steelers, again. Yeah. Steelers haven't done a Pittsburgh lot. Pittsburgh should have done something. They should have gone for a guy like Tyrell Williams. I think yeah. getting Moncrief is fine uh, because Big Ben will make him better yeah. because Big Ben does that. But the thing I'm worried about is now – Juju Smith-Schuster, if he's yeah. always going to be double teamed. Because he was he working. Was speed, he was yeah. amazing because yeah. Antonio Brown was on the other side. Yeah. So now without Antonio Brown. Well, you know what actually I'm going to be. But again, another yeah. team who did nothing. Especially Cleveland Brown said, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a really fun division to watch. A one, a one actually signing who I thought would have been great for the Steelers was Cordell Patterson the Bears picked up. Yeah. Because punt returner, uh, punt returner, slot option, but he had everything. I think the Steelers Yeah, I think that would have been great have them unfortunately for them they need someone like that they need multi-threats and they don't have it yeah i think they paid a bit for uh foster uh, yeah you know they're fine and we're like big band will keep them competitive mm-hmm. but right now i don't i don't know what to think about them the 49ers have been the team in the ice box uh obviously with jimmy g going down but they made still a lot of good moves and still played competitively despite the fact they didn't have him yeah. um you know when you look at it now they've got d4 tevin coleman But to me, the big one, obviously, Robbie Gould, who they signed. They put the franchise tag on him. A 43-year-old. It's the ultimate sign of respect for a kicker. It is. Because as a Bears fan, we knew he was awesome. And you're like, and the Bears always wanted him back. Yeah, he owes uh, Parkey half of that signing, probably. And Robbie Gould, if you're listening to this, because he gave me a tour of Soldier Field. He showed me all the Soldier Field. He showed me and gave me a tour of everything. He's actually the best golfer on the tour as well, or in the NFL. Um... But yeah. I think getting D Ford is a really good trade. I think only for a second round pick to get yeah. a guy like that, especially if you're also going to be have the second pick in the draft, so you can get like a guy like Nick yeah. Bosa. So have him. Jordan and Matthews, Ford. an extra wide receiver. No, I mean, but that's the one thing I still think they're hurting. I think they had George Kittle who had that yeah. awesome year, but they need a wide receiver. They have nobody at receiver. Well, we actually right now. don't know what Garoppolo can do. I mean, we. He well, he was good. He got injured. But no, but we again. don't know him. We he got injured in preseason. Sure. He's never made it to six games. He's never played eight games. He's never played ten games. Yeah, no, that's true. That's so true. I mean, I think San Francisco's got to be nervous of that because there's a lot of hype in it. But if he starts throwing picks and if he starts throwing garbage up, you have to have another solution. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Not a lot going on, but they took Frank Clark. Yeah, they re-signed a couple of other uh, players, KJ Wright and Frank Clark, yeah. which is good. Again, uh, there, again, there's just so many teams that just seem contend. They were contend so close. They were so cities. close. You know, no, it just feels like there's certain teams that are just like seeing the that free agents really help your team. But I guess when you have 32 teams, there's only so many good players yeah. that can move to a team, and it feels like. A lot of teams just sit back and just say, all right, we'll let you do all this because we're confident we'll draft good players. Like, yeah. uh, they don't feel they need to do overpay. But I think I think there's something in – for agencies becoming more important in the NFL now where it was always seen like let's build through the draft. Yeah. And now it's like, no, if we can get a couple pieces in. We can yeah. trade for Odell Beckhams now. We can trade for Antonio Browns, sure. which back in the day you could never do. So Seattle's one of those teams. I think they just kept Frank Clark, KJ Wright. I think that was really smart. But again, they haven't really done anything. But to, I mean, it's also the, like, to make them better. They still have yeah. Carson and and Baldwin. Russell Wilson's always going to be awesome. But again, I again, I don't think Seattle's done anything to make me think they're nothing less than a playoff. Team. But the, the whole thing about the free agency and the dead cap space means nothing these days because you could eat ten million of dead cap. But if they increase the free agency spending by ten million next year, yeah. your dead cap means nothing. 
you know? Yeah, and exactly. That, and that's what they're doing now. They're bearing this debt cap, so it doesn't really matter. You don't actually, you're not saddled with that much debt as you used to be. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they brought Ryan Griffin as a backup to your quarterback. <laughs> well, Brashad um, Perryman. Brashad you know, Perryman. Really, again, there's just so many teams that just sit back. I think they got Bruce Arians as the coach. But this is a team that we remember the first part of this season when we had the fuck the man, right? When we had the money throwing the ball down the field. <laughs> and then, obviously, there's this change. So you wonder what's going to happen to Ryan Fitzpatrick. You wonder- well, it's going to be it's gonna be Bruce Arians now. So Bruce Arians... He's going to see what he can do with Jameis Winston. I think that's why they brought – because they invested so much in Jameis Winston. They're like, we got to bring in this coach who's a, who wrote a book called The Quarterback Whisperer, which I read, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, they should definitely read. Throw the ball. Yeah, but he is a brilliant mind, and yeah, he, he has is. such a great relationship with quarterbacks, and I think Jameis Winston needs this because the first couple of years, he had some really good years. The problem is he's been a turnover machine. But, again, there's just another team that sits back – and just they lost Quan Alexander. That's fine. I wouldn't have given them that money either. But they still they kept Gerald, Gerald McCoy. But yeah. again, I don't see them doing anything. They got basically Mike Evans, and they have nothing that's going to make me think they're going to the playoffs. I don't think so either. Tennessee Titans, however, uh, they picked up Ryan Tannehill as a second round uh, or backup uh, for Mariota, which is good because Mariota was having some injuries. They picked up Adam Humphreys, though, as well. But also in the back, then, they've got Cameron Wake, which is really good as an edge rusher. The never-ended, the CFL vet. Yeah, and Kenny Vaccaro. So, I mean, they knew, I mean... They their defense. I mean, well, Tennessee was one of those teams that really struggled. Last they year. did Tennessee. I think did the same. They had the same kind of um, strategy as Buffalo did. It's like let's get the the value picks. Like Adam Humphries is a great great thing. Uh, that slot receiver, just like a Cole Beasley. Then they went for Cameron Wake, veteran guy who just, even though he's like 35 years old, just keeps yeah. producing no matter what he does. And they also got um, Saffold, yeah. uh, which is a really good li- lineman just to protect because you got Marcus Mariota is always hurt. So protect him. If he gets hurt, at least you got Ryan Tannehill now. So that was a really smart trade yeah. to have probably the best backup quarterback in the NFL right now. Lastly, let's go to Washington Redskins. Landon Collins, Case Keenum, Adrian Peterson. Not a lot going on there, obviously, with Alex Smith Ugh. getting hurt last year. It's going to be a, uh, empty, mm. a empty it's gonna, empty, empty stadium in Washington. A very difficult stadium. Because if you're selling the idea of Case Keenum and then to give Landon Collins... like. The idea to give a safety $82 million when you have so many missing pieces makes no sense. Yeah. Maybe give a quarterback $80 million when you have nothing else, but to give a safety just feels like a desperate move. Like if any, oh, I would say they bring in Colin Kaepernick. Imagine that. In uh, Trump in Washington. Oh great, he would never do it in a million years. Well, it'll be interesting to see if he does come back. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But re signing Adrian Peterson was, I thought, pretty great. Well, yeah, a great well, year, 1,000 yards. Great. And I will tip my hat to Adrian Peterson. Because I he still was will. Yeah, fantastic. AP, and we look up the Bears, but uh, yeah. Anyway, folks, that's it. We've just sort of uh, gone through all the longest teams. podcast ever. Too. Not yet, but not yet. It's a good one though. But thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Uh, follow us at NFL London Wade and Ryan. Thanks so much.